Welcome to my podcast. I'm Ninka Benedet Mauritan and I reversed my son's autism and I healed myself from depression, anxiety, obesity and the whole family from digestive issues, asthma, allergies and just overall low quality of life. I'm here to improve your life quality, your self-healing capacity and your happiness by reconnecting you to your self-healing powers and mother nature. in this podcast I'm going to share it all because I get asked this question all the time how did you do it I have two teenage sons and they rarely ever drink they don't eat gluten they don't eat dairy they rarely eat sugar they go to bed early they exercise they do their grounding they go for walks they know their bodies so well and they respect their bodies so what's the secret What's the steps you can take to make this happen for you? What happens when children rebel against health, don't want to eat anything healthy? And what did I do? What did we do to overcome runny noses, ear infections, asthma, worms and parasites? Yes, worms and parasites. And eczema too. Piggy eating, conflicts, bedwetting. Sleep problems, hyperactivity, tantrums, learning disorders, digestive issues, and then all the resistance from friends and family and the challenge of being different. How do you change your children's diet and lifestyle tomorrow? What do you need to do and what, can you, what, what must you not do? if you want to make this a reality for you and give your children health as the greatest gift that you can ever give them. Welcome to my podcast. So uh, the other day my son came back from a vacation in Denmark and he'd been seeing his friends and most of his friends live like most teenagers. They're lovely and we both love them. They drink a lot. They eat junk food a lot. They don't sleep a lot. And that's very normal where we come from. But that's not my children's normality. And uh, I feel that it's my obligation as a mom and my son actually feel the same way. My sons both feel the same way to share with you what we did. Because it, the easy way is to do what everyone else does. But the symptoms that I just mentioned come with the easy choice. So it's super confusing when you are a mom and everyone is giving children formula and baby food and uh, go for the children's menu at the restaurants. You hear different health advice, conflicting health advice all the time. Gluten is healthy, gluten is dangerous. You need to take supplements, supplements are dangerous. You need to be paleo, gluten-free, vegan, medical medium, or it's dangerous. Dairy is good for you, dairy is bad for you. You know, who can you trust? Who can you trust? And we often get asked, so how did you do this with food and ancestral lifestyle? How did you overcome all these issues, even anxiety and depression in your own family? What do I do tomorrow? What's my step one? What do I buy? What do I throw out? What do I do to copy your lifestyle so that this becomes a reality for my children who are now picky eaters or overweight or just struggle with all these different symptoms? 
So today's podcast is all about the foundation and how to become a warrior parent and how to heal yourself and your family. But it's also a lot about whether you actually want this, whether this is for you, because this is, let me just tell you, this is not for everybody. This is not for parents who need authority to tell them what to do. It's not for people who are scared of resistance from others and who want to do anything to avoid being rejected or being looked up, frowned upon, being called weird or different. Those who want to fit in and those who need someone else to tell them what to do, what to eat and what to do for their children, this podcast is probably not for you because I'm going to I'm going to dive right into all the misunderstandings and misconceptions about health, children, and parenting. So step number one, the golden key number one, if you want to change your health and your family and you want to overcome all these issues that most children struggle with. So many children get into puberty way too early at age 8 to 10 most children struggle with some form of infection or are on some kind of medication very early on in life. They have eczema, runny nose, they have ear infections, they are bedwetters, they have um, urinary tract infections or respiratory tract infections and what we think is asthma. My children didn't have asthma. They were on asthma medication, but they had a food intolerance. My children weren't bedwetters. They had a food intolerance. The hyperactivity and tantrums that they wanted to treat from a, from a behavioral or psychological point of view was biological. The learning disorders, it was about their brain, it was about their nutrition, it was about food intolerances and digestive issues. We had lived and eaten ourselves into trouble physiologically, emotionally, and in our family unit. So we were struggling, we were tired, we were fighting and arguing, and we were always sick. I was severely obese, my husband was severely obese, and we didn't sleep well at night. I was anxious, we were depressed, and the children were hyperactive. You know, those who were following me, that my son was diagnosed with autism, which we also, all the symptoms, we reversed through lifestyle. So what did we do? Well, number one that you need to implement in your life, if you want this to happen for you, is a different mindset. And I would even say a different soul set, a different heart set, because this is not a change that can happen if you're only focusing on the physical or on your mind. We need to completely change the way we think about symptoms. Normally, when we have symptoms in our children or in ourselves, we look at it as a bad thing, something that needs to go away, something we need to treat with either medication or supplements or diet. My take is different. My take is that symptoms are my friend. Symptoms are here to guide me. Symptoms are here to wake me up. I don't want to treat the symptoms before I have learned what they are here to tell me about my child's lifestyle and my lifestyle, my thinking process, my emotional trauma and my food intake. 
does it fit me does it fit my biology my ancestral my ancestral pack my genes does it fit the season does it fit my biotype because if it doesn't then i'll have symptoms and symptoms are really a sign that we have left our body we have detached from the body we have strayed away from our biology and from mother nature and from what we're naturally designed to eat and do and that is why symptoms do not need to be treated symptoms do need need to be understood and until we understand the message of the symptoms we will keep getting new symptoms every year number two in the mindset soul set and heart set area is we need to break up with this addiction to being a victim there's a lot of blame and indignation and and woe is me out there so there's loads of facebook groups for parents of children with autism or or people who struggle with different diagnoses or diseases or symptoms and they they get together to blame the medical industry for not being able to help them or the medical industry for making them sick or the society the toxic society for not protecting us that is extremely dis unempowering i don't know the word but yeah it takes away your power I see a lot of parents out there wasting so much energy and damaging their their vibration by being victims, by blaming, by being in indignation, that whole dark area that we are so addicted to because that way we we don't have to take responsibility for the fact that every symptom that's in my life, in my body and in my child has to do with something that i am part of it's a wake up process for me it's an awakening for me so replacing this victim mentality with power and curiosity powerful curious questions i wonder what this symptoms means i wonder what it symbolizes where does it show up in my child or in me what does it mean what does it want me to do and change and eat is it because i need to clear my home from toxins do i need to go for more walks do i need to realign myself with the seasons and the circadian rhythms so the rhythms of the day instead of being awake at night indoors in the summer uh fully clothed all the time even though i'm designed to be naked outside all the time do i need to realign and reconnect with nature do i need to understand what my genes are what's my ancestral health what grows outside my window that will fit my biotype better how much toxic food processed food inflammatory food and stress am i exposing myself and my family to and with stress i mean tablets mobiles processed foods vegetable oils which are all inflammatory uh, junk food sugar dairy gluten all those things soy unorganic food so that is a break up with something that you might have used to detach yourself from your journey 
And you cannot change and be a victim at the same time. You cannot step into your power as a warrior parent and be a victim and blame others at the same time. It's a waste of your energy and it's a waste of your superpower. Because number three is we need to wake up to our own responsibility. What choices have I made before conception and during pregnancy, after pregnancy? How did I give birth? What did I feed my child? What kind of medication have I been on? What kind of stressors have I been exposed to? Might I be copper toxic? So listen to my other podcasts and my interview with Dr. Albert Mensa on the podcast as well in Ninkas Detox here. Uh, do I have methylation issues? Do I have pyrrole disorder? What can I do to learn more about myself and my biotype? And what can I do to face the decisions I've made and the decisions I haven't made as a woman, as a teenager, as a mom, as a pregnant woman, as a woman in labor, as a breastfeeding woman not to blame yourself and not to feel guilt but to wake up to the consequences and rewind go back and change what has been done that's been detaching you from your health and your self-healing capacity and your inner wisdom who tell what which tells you what to do what to eat what to feed your child this whole disconnect from mother nature has disconnected us from our ability to instinctively and intuitively know what's good for my child what's good for my body number 2 in this journey to become a warrior parent step number 2 is to accept that a new beginning includes both a birth and a death. So what you will experience when you change your lifestyle and you change change the way you eat is that you will have to let go of what you have been so that you can become who you are supposed to be. People will, you will lose people, you will lose relationships, you will lose connections that are attached to who you have been. Everything that is unfamiliar is a threat to the human survival. So for for people that want to stay in the in in the familiar realm, no matter how unhealthy and dysfunctional it is, they will want you to hold on to who you were. So you will have let, have to let go of your habits of some of your favorite foods some of your relations, some of your friends maybe. And you will experience a sense of confusion and uncomfortable feeling, feelings and a breakdown before breakthrough. It is almost like moving to a different country and having to learn a new language. It can be a lonely path. And just like when you give birth... You feel this sense of pain when you are expanding the birth canal so that you can create new life. You can push new life into this world. There's this phase where you almost want to give up and you're calling for your mama and you want to go home and you don't want that baby anyway. At least if you're giving birth naturally, that's how that feels. And just after that is the birth and the release and the joy and the bliss and the new life is born. And you forget about the pain. But when you're 
in the process of birthing the new you, the new healthy you, the new family constellation, the healthy family, the, the mom that raised healthy children, you are in a very dark place and a very painful place that you need to go through to become who you are. You need to get inoculated with bacteria and you need to become resilient through pain to be able to go through this process, to be different, to make new decisions, to change your language, to learn to speak a new language, the language of health. And you also need to realize there's a dark and a light side to becoming a healthy family. And the light side is that you're going to feel better, you're going to sleep better, you're going to look better, you're going to have less symptoms, you're going to learn more easily, you're going to bond more, you're going to have more sexual drive for your partner, you're, you're going to be more intimate, you're going to be strong. The dark side is you're going to feel all the things that you have not been willing to feel and face. And all the things that you have been eating your way out of. So sometimes we eat instead of feeling. Sometimes we eat sugar so that we don't feel the pain of childhood trauma or rejection or fear of loneliness or feeling less worthy or feeling stupid or feeling unwanted. Sometimes we even eat and wait and postpone our healthy lifestyle because what happens when I become healthy and beautiful and lean and attractive? What about my relationship? Am I going to stay attracted to my husband? Who am I going to be? What will I have to let go of? So that's the dark side of changing your lifestyle is that there will be deaths, there will be casualties. You cannot stay comfortable and change at the same time. So you're going to feel all the things you haven't been feeling. You, you're, you're, the veil will come off. You will be exposed to all the things that you haven't dealt with when you go through this process, because this is also an emotional healing process. It's not just a physical healing process, and there's pain hidden underneath your symptoms as well, emotional pain that needs to be dealt with. And sometimes you need help for that. In this process, you're going to learn how to embrace conflict. You have to understand that conflict is a support system as well. When something happens... When conflict happens, it is a sign for you to either grow deeper roots into your values and what you stand for and don't be faced and don't change because someone's rebelling against or rejecting you because of what you do and eat and choose for your own family and your own health. That implicates that you have to learn to say no. It's always a surprise to me when parents say well he only wants to eat chicken nuggets he doesn't like vegetables so I, all I can give him is cereal well I'm thinking what what happened to our ability to set healthy boundaries and say no I'm not going to invest in food that's going to damage you I'm not going to invest in food that's going to break you down slowly 
disrupt your hormones, put you into puberty too early, put you into perimenopause too early, make you infertile in the future, create constipation, disturb your sleep at night, disturb your mood and behavior. I'm not going to invest in that, so I'm going to say no. We're so afraid of saying no because so many of us have grown up with in dysfunctional families or just with a bad experience of having felt having felt rejected. And so we're so scared of the feeling of rejection and loneliness and we want to protect our children from being rejected and lonely and different that we would rather just say yes to them and protect them from reality and from pain which life is also about. Life is also about pain. Life is also about holding space for our children as they learn how to cope with life and boundaries and yes and no and rejection and pain as well. It's not our job to be our children's friends. It's our job to be their role models. So learn to say no and learn to say Yes, when you mean yes. Not because everyone else is eating it. You're not going to say yes just because everyone else is needing it. Say yes and say no so that there's alignment between you, your actions, your yes and your no, and your values. That brings us to number three, which is be the message. Parent yourself First, walk through the jungle of healing yourself, nurturing yourself, resting, giving yourself real, healthy, nutritious food. And I, when I say healthy food, I just created this course with my teenage son and it's going to be launched very soon at ninkasdetoxeducation.com. You can also follow my, my link tree on Instagram, Ninkas Detox, or my Facebook, Ninka Bernadette Mauritson. It's got over 230,000 followers. But we've done that so that you can learn how to walk through that jungle yourself. You cannot guide anyone through a jungle that you haven't you haven't even been in yet. Being someone who can go through the process of role modeling your children through a healthy transformation process requires a lot of strength from you. It requires a healthy nervous system, balanced hormones, good sleep, nutrition, you need to be well hydrated, and you need to move your body and rest your body when it's needed. If you are completely drained or unhealthy or haven't really tried a uninflammatory, nourishing, self-care uh, process yourself, you will not be able to understand what it feels like for your child, first of all, and you will not be able to be a role model that is trustworthy. And you'll have all kinds of resistance towards this journey and difficulty sticking to your decisions because you haven't done it for yourself. And you can't teach someone to ride a bike if you haven't ridden a bike yourself. So parent yourself and be the message. Number four is deciding that being different and learning to be different and appreciating the 
gift and joy in being different is part of the journey. That's one of the things that's made my boys so strong. They've always brought their own food to soccer games. They had their own healthy gluten-free cakes brought with them to birthday parties. And we brought our own foods to family reunions. And sometimes people will reject you and they will judge you and they will they will resist your decision. But the more you believe in your choice without excuses, with, you know, unapologetically bringing your own food and just tell people, listen, we're going through this process. We're trying this out. I'm not sure how it works. Don't preach. Don't be this judge who wants to defend why you're doing what you're doing. The more you defend your choices, the more you're actually trying to convince yourself often. So just tell people this is something we're trying and we really would love your support. We realize it's a bit weird and we also actually feel a bit scared that you're going to feel that we're rejecting you because we're not eating your foods and that's just not the case. We're super confused and we're feeling unhealthy so we just want to try and turn this around. Is it okay if I bring my own food or will there be something there we can eat? Just be vulnerable, be be real about it instead of trying to hide it or instead of trying to preach or trying to convince somebody, just tell it as it is. And if you're experiencing resistance from your partner, especially if you're a woman and you're experiencing that your ex or your your husband does not want to go gluten-free and dairy-free and sugar-free, it's almost always a sign that there's a dis, there's an imbalance between the masculine and the feminine in your relationship. Because men, in a balanced relationship, men love to make their woman happy. They love to please a woman. They love to protect their woman and their children. That's their job. That's what they want to do. A balanced man will always protect his woman and would have it as his number one priority to make her happy and to make his children healthy. So when when men protest and, and don't want to support you in this journey, there's probably an issue with his masculinity. And that is something that you are probably part of because we're so strong as women, we can do anything. We can go out and get our own food and hunt and we are so independent and strong. And sometimes it makes men feel like they're not even needed. They're not the king of the tribe. And the king of the tribe is a guy that protects the tribe and the family and the children. But if he has no role there and if you're controlling and you're dominant and you're the man and you're the one that decides everything and you tell him what to wear and what the children needs to wear and eat and you, you're just this king of the castle, he has to battle you to regain his sense of masculine power because he's been demasculinized. Yeah, that's not, that's not a good word. Forgive me, I'm Scandinavian. So look at him as a king. Look up to him. Tell him what you love about him. Pull back. Be gentle. Be more feminine. Be more receptive. Let him take his place. When you are more receptive and feminine and he gets to feel like a man again instead of you are two men in a relationship battling to be the leader, the king, 
which is not sexy for any of you anyway, and it does affect the libido and the and the balance between the masculine and feminine energy in the relationship, which is also a, a threat to your relationship because it makes men want to go and find someone else who can look up to them. So the more you can make him your king, the more he will support you. And this is even true for your exes. Stop battling with your ex and start working with him and, and make him a knight again. Make him a king again of the tribe. Respect him. Tell him what you like about him. Tell him what you appreciate about him. Send him loving mantras unconsciously because what you think about him, he will feel. So that's a bit of a a spiritual take on conflict. The last thing I want to say is know know thyself and know your values. So what's your values? My value is that I want to raise my children to be strong, independent, different, and to really know their values and their bodies and respect their bodies so that they can respect others and contribute in this world. I don't need them to be like everybody else. I need them to be strong. I need them to take leadership in their own lives and in their own tribes, which means I had to break up with comfort. I had to break up with fitting in. And I had to break up with my tendency to postpone the uncomfortable I had to break up with inflammatory foods. I had to break up with processed foods, with self-sabotage, with self-damaging lifestyles, with overperforming and pleasing and selling out, being this emotional prostitute to fit in and get attention and get approval from the outside world and from my friends and family. No, I had to break up with that. I had to break up with hormone-disruptive food, gut-damaging food, brain-damaging food, because food is love. The food that I make is either a loving act or a violent act towards my body and my children. We think that we are being kind when we give our children what they want, if it's pizza and burgers and candy and vegetable oils and canola oils and processed food, is violent to their soul and their system and their cells and their future and their hormones and their sleep and their gut. So I have been there. I've been where you probably are if if this is something you're listening to and is relevant for you. Both of my children have had their faces of rebelling against my health regimen. So they have had faces in their teenage years where they have had, they've tried alcohol and they tried pizzas and dairy and gluten, all the things that they hadn't had in their childhood because they had 10 years without anything, not even a TV. And because they are raised to feel their body and feel into what their body feeds back to them, Being unhealthy is not something that they could do for a long period of time. It immediately affected their health, their mental state. They got anxious. They got depressed. My son had yellow stuff coming out of his ears every night. He regressed back to the behavioral issues um, linked to his autism. So he became more and more weird and distant, and he was unable to learn theory for his driver's license, and he just regressed and regressed. My other son 
got really unhealthy and sluggish. He gained loads of weight. And they just felt, hmm, this does not feel good in my body. I'm going to change. Without the years of healthy living, sleeping, moving, being outside, bonfires at night, deep connection to me, to their bodies, to their values, to their soul, to their physical body and the wisdom of the body. They would have nothing to compare that to. So they would, if I had given them what everyone else has been eating throughout their childhood while we were growing up, they would not have been able to notice the difference. And what I mean by that is I think we need both. We need to raise our children to feel what health actually is. What does it feel like to be nourished and present and awake and different? And then they probably need to go back and try all the things that make them feel like crap so that they can make that choice for themselves. And in the course that I created with my teenager, I take you through all the tips that I have for people who experience resistance from their children when they want to to make this health transformation in the family. I take you through my fridge, everything that I have in my fridge and I buy every week, everything that I had to throw out to, to help my children. I take you through my pantry, my kitchen gadgets, uh, my sugar substitutions, and I take you through the steps that you need to take to turn your family's health around. There's a video series with my son, my teenage son, where we go through all the resistance and all the obstacles that can come up in a family and why it's important, even when your children protest, to stick to this. It's motivational and inspirational for parents, but it's also motivational and inspirational for kids. So you can watch this this course with your with your children or you can just use it as a guide to change your family by changing yourself step by step it's a very practical hands-on what do I do tomorrow kind of course rather than a self-development course those courses are coming up because that's my real passion but this is like a beginner's guide to a healthy family for those who come from where I came from, which was cereal, overweight, parasites, ear infections, eczema, bedwetting, uh, being sad and depressed, behavioral disorders, hyperactivity and tantrums, sleeplessness, um, asthma medication, infections, and the standard American, US, UK, Denmark diet of cereal and bread and pizza and pasta and sugar and milk and cheese and all that stuff. How do you change from that to something that's actually feeding your cells, repairing your cells and supporting learning, restitution and cell repair and sleep? and growth and healthy bones and healthy brain and healthy mood and healthy sleep what to do so you can check out ninkasdetoxeducation.com you can check out my instagram ninkasdetox linktree got all the courses there including the free gift if you just want to sneak peek a, a, a very um 
simple guide PDF to what do I do, 10 steps to turn my family's health around. Either or, please rate this podcast. Let me know what you think. I love to hear from you from on Instagram. Please share and use the hashtag uh, Autism Awakening or Ninka's Detox or Healthy Family or whatever you feel like. And DM me, contact me, spread the word and subscribe to this channel so that you always get notified when I want to show up for you. Thank you, thank you so much for being part of a tribe who want to, we all want to wake up, we all want to change the paradigm, we want to be responsible, we want to create a new generation of healthy, radiant warrior moms and children. Until next time, stay healthy, stay awake, stay present.